Hello, everybody. This is Gary Kay, and you're listening to my Rants and Raves podcast, and I have a very special edition today, um, interviewing and talking to one of my personal friends in the industry, Lainey Materas. Lainey's a regional sales manager at Sapphire Marketing. Good morning, Lainey. How are you? Hey, Gary. Good morning. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Uh, I uh, appreciate you joining me the day after your your holiday party uh, your company had. Uh, we'll get back to that in just a second, but you know, you and I have known each other for about 25 years um, and uh, have had the opportunity to work together on and off on different uh, projects, both com- com- both as uh, working together and even competitively somewhat over the years. But um, we've been friends a long time. So tell me when you, you know, when, you know, obviously you're, you're in a very high tech field. You're at Lehigh University where you graduated in 1991 for, with, with an econ degree, what were you thinking? Did you just say, hey, I want to go into technology at that time, or did you just kind of accidentally fall into it? Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't know what I was thinking. I, I know that I was thinking I needed a job, and I had to pay off my student loans. But my passion, my, my secret passion has always been retail. So I thought I was going to go to a, a big retailer and become a buyer and go that route. And that's what I was going for. Um, I started at Lehigh as an accounting major and I thought maybe I'll go to a top accounting firm. I got so boring that I went for economics and when I graduated, I thought, wow, I like shopping, so I might as well become a buyer. (laughs) That's when I went into the Gap. I I started working for the Gap, um, which is a very interesting organization. Folding t-shirts. I can fold a t-shirt in any size, blindfolded perfectly. So, secret talent. (laughs) That's fine. So what, what, so how did you, like, how did technology find you? You find tech, like how'd you end up at Crestron? So paying um, student loans on a, on a gap income was not happening. It was not working. And I was desperately seeking a job um, just to start, you know, paying my bills, paying my rent. And I answered an advertisement in a newspaper. So back then you didn't have like LinkedIn, LinkedIn, you had, to actually look at a newspaper and find a job, cut the job posting out. And it was for a secretarial position at Crestron. So I went and interviewed and became their first customer support agent. And then the rest is history, 26 years later, still working for them in some way. So so you answered a a classified ad basically, went in, they hired you a receptionist, but then you went into sales. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, sales many years later, inside, inside sales and then programming, trade shows. So I pretty much held every position within the company. I mean, the company was really small. It probably could count the number of women on one hand in the company. Um, so the opportunities were there for the taking because there weren't a lot of employees. It was just really us and AMX at that time, competition in this type of field. Um, Extron was like a a brother type of company because we were doing control systems. They were doing switching. We kind of played well in the sandbox together, and then things just changed. So a lot of opportunity grew for me at Crestron um, and then outside sales at Sapphire. So I loved it. I loved the people. I loved the industry. I loved the um, dynamics. So I decided to stay and forego retail. And so that was that was 1992. You've been in the industry ever since, for the most part. And yeah. uh, and so tell me about your 
first experience with uh, Infocom or what, what was the big first show you went to where you realized, <laughs> oh my gosh, there's only like three women here? Or what was it like? Oh, so the first Infocom I went to, we didn't have a big booth. So if you can imagine building a booth from scratch, I mean, with plywood, nails, hammers, all of us putting shelving in um, to what we have now as a booth, it was crazy. But I realized that there weren't a lot of women in AV when I looked around the room and there was just me, Marla, and maybe Roseanne as the, as the women for Crushed Electronics and a sea of men. And um, it's changed a lot. I think there's a lot more women in the industry. I think there could be a lot more um, in sales. I'd love to see more women in sales. Uh, I'd love to see more women in tech. It would be great. Uh, I'd love to see the manufacturers nurture that a little bit more and the industry as general to recruit young women into it and, and mentor them. I'd love to be a mentor for any young woman who wants to be a, in technology sales in our field. It would be great. Um, but I, you know, I still look around the room, Gary. Yesterday at the holiday party, I stopped and looked around the room and I literally was in a huge room, had to be about 400 people in this, in this uh, showroom. And I saw a lot of men, <laughs> a lot of men. So we have a lot of work to do. Well, in college, you actually started a uh, women in business club or society or something like yep. that. Tell me about that. Yeah. Yeah. So again, there was not a lot of women at Lehigh. It was, um, I think it was, three men to every woman when I was going to Lehigh. So tremendous odds in my favor to find <laughs> a, a potential mate. Um, but I just wanted to differentiate myself in the school of economics. And so that's why I started women in business. And the focus was to get prominent women in all sorts of business industry to come in and speak of how they got started in that industry and, and what challenges they faced. And it, it was wildly successful, still an active club today at Lehigh. Um, I, I lost touch with them many, many years ago, but I hope that it's um, doing really well. And a lot of young women have gotten great jobs just from people they met at those events. So it opened you, some nice doors with, for me. How would you, um, if, you you're, if you have someone listen on this podcast who's brand new to the industry, a woman, and just uh, starting out, maybe intimidated by the, you know, the numbers that you're talking about, right? If, when you went to Infocom right. and looked around, or the, even last night at your party and looked around, what, what would you suggest that they do? How do they get involved? I mean, you already kind of put a call out to manufacturers to do a better job mentoring and recruiting, but what would be your advice? Find a mentor. I think that that would be great. I think you should find a female mentor if you can. Uh, I've had the best in the industry, Marla Suttenberg. She is absolutely phenomenal. She taught me how to navigate around a sales call, how to be human on a sales call. You don't have to lose your personality as a woman. Um, I think that you can be yourself as opposed to trying to force yourself to be more male-like in a male industry. And... Um, partner with that person and see how they grow, how they grew their career. And that's how I did it. I think I was lucky to find Marla and I found her 26 years ago and I literally went on sales calls with her and I, I said to her, 
any time that you have an opportunity for me to go out on the road with you, whether it's a lunch, um, a networking event, anything you need me, need, need me to do, I'll go with you. And I made a pact that I would never say no if she asked me to do something. And I probably can count on my hand five times that I have not been able to go to an event that she asked me to go to. And I think you have to really dedicate yourself to your mentor and, and, and just jump in, but don't lose yourself. If you could uh, look back on your, you know, uh, 26 odd year career in the industry now, if you, do you remember a time where you looked at something and went, wow, that's, that's a game changing product. That's a, that's a product that's going to change the industry or just something that kind of blew you away. It doesn't even have to be a product in our industry, but even a product or service or anything like that. Do you remember one of those moments? Hmm. I remember, um, at Crestron, the first video touch panel. And that was a big moment. Um, for Crestron, we came out with the first video touch panel and Mr. Feldstein uh, came running in with the prototype and he was so excited. And I was working in the tech department at that time, the programming tech, tech sales department. And there was nobody in that department at that time when he came running in with the panel. It's working. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. First of its kind, first to the market. And he showed it to me. And I thought, wow, look at this color video touch panel. This is so freaking cool. And so that was my first wow moment um, for Crestron that, that I got to see that. And then it's just been tremendous ever since that. So I'm blown away by all the technology that's going out from all the manufacturers, especially Crestron. It um, happens at such a fast pace now, Gary, that if I don't read your rave newsletters, <laughs> then I'm not then I'm not up to date. So I'm always on LinkedIn trying to read what's hot and new in the market. So, well, I appreciate that plug. Um, so yeah, you so you've been at Sapphire now since uh, what about 2005? I think approximately 2005. Been about 13 years. Mm-hmm. And um, and so what what's your, what's your favorite thing about working there? Like, what's the thing that just makes you want to get up every day and go to work? I love um, I love being a rep. I love the different products. I mean, I loved working for one product line, but now I get to sell a room, and I and I think there's some excitement to that. LED projection screens, uh, you know, Crestron. It's just a lot of fun to walk into a consultant firm and say I can take ownership to the entire space not just the conference room, I can sell you something for the whole entire building. And it's fun seeing them put that all together. I, I call it a, um, a friend of Sapphire. When you have multiple lines from your line card being sold into a project, you call them a FOSS, a friend of Sapphire. And um, it's exciting to see that happen. So I love meeting the other manufacturers. I'm I have great relationships with all the lines and I think it's exciting just to build rooms and have a passion for that. So, Well, I really appreciate you joining me today on this special AV people series and sharing your experience in the awesome. industry and your willingness to mentor. So there you go. If you're listening, uh, Lainey's willing to mentor any women that are new to the industry and kind of talk about her experience, but also I assume that 
probably we'd even do what, what uh, you were fortunate enough to have Marla do for you. And that is allow you allow them to tag along. Yeah. I'd love, I, I say get out there and network. Don't be afraid to extend your hand and talk to a group of men. Um, and, and let them learn what you're doing for a living. I think it's, you have to have a, you have to have a, a tough outer shell to extend yourself in a, a, a male dominated industry, but you know, you can do it. I did it. But thank you, Gary, for this opportunity. It was great. Well, thank it. you very much. And everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, I'll put a link into Lainey's uh, LinkedIn profile so you can connect with her. And uh, of course you can uh, find Sapphire Market on, on the web at, uh, what is your, what is your URL? Is it what sapphiremarketing.com? Sapphiremarketing.com. It's going to be under construction soon because we're going to a whole new website. So, um, Hopefully in the new year, we'll have a new website and new, uh, new ways for you to communicate with us. In the meantime, you can uh, connect with uh, Lainey by just clicking on her name below in the description of this podcast. And again, thanks for joining us. Lainey, have a great day. Awesome. You too. Thanks, Gareth.